0: Hello and welcome to the WHS podcast number two for the week of uh, April 14th. A couple announcements. The Optimist Dinner will be Tuesday, April 19th at 6 p.m. in the high school commons. Students are invited based on receiving a Staff Choice Award at some point during first, second, and third terms. A meal will be served, followed by a speaker, former Washington Superintendent Mike Jorgensen. Seniors stop in and check out the Donna Manfull Scholarship, the deadline is April 28th. Information in the counseling office. Peer helpers. Applications are due April 21st. See Mr. Ball or the Peer Helper Schoology page for more information. Easter break. School will not be in session Friday, April 14th or Monday, April 17th due to Easter break. Classes at the high school will resume on Tuesday. However, Kirkwood is in session on Friday and on Monday and students are expected to attend. Scholarship info, a reminder, Donna Manful, information can be picked up in the counseling office. Dance team tryouts are Saturday, May 20th. Packets may be picked up in the high school activities office. Tenth graders, if you're interested in the PSAT or want more information, please see Ms. Stender in the counseling office. The test will be offered October 11th, 2017. You can sign up in the counseling office. A reminder, silver cord opportunities, key wash. Half Marathon, if you're interested in volunteering with for, to help out with the marathon, contact Michelle Driscoll at 319-461-2431 or driscoll.ml at gmail.com. The Stewart Elementary Spring Carnival is in need of volunteers. The carnival is the 29th of April. If you're interested, see Mr. Ball or see the daily announcements for the link to sign up. The Washington Demon Baseball team is looking for concession stand workers. Uh, if you're interested in earning silver cord for helping out in the concession stand, Please see Aaron Smith. Relay for Life is Saturday, June 24th from noon to 10 p.m. We are looking for volunteers to help in the afternoon to run some minute-to-win-it games around the track. Volunteers um, are also needed during the auction. If you're interested, call 653-1625 after 5 p.m. Uh, today for our program, we are going to start with uh, some academic or some athletic uh, interviews. Uh, we're going to talk to Kyle Anderson about golf, about soccer, excuse me, and then Saranakis about golf, and then we will lead into a segment uh, regarding the play, and then we'll have a follow-up regarding FFA. Hope you enjoy. Uh, academic Student academic portion of our podcast today, we're here with senior soccer player Kyle Anderson. Kyle, tell us a little bit about how the soccer season's gone so far.
1: Well, so far we've only had three games. We're two and one. Uh, we've defeated... The fourth-ranked team in 1A, Columbus, and we lost to uh, Keokuk um, the day before that. But um, it lo- hopes are looking up. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot better season than last year.
0: Good. Who? Uh, anybody having uh, any standouts yet as far as individual performances this season?
1: Um, so far, I think uh, Thomas has been doing a very good job at goalie. Uh, he's been saving us a lot. And on the offensive side of the ball, um, Caleb Sukon has uh, been helping us drive the ball into the net.
0: Very good. When uh, When's your next game, Kyle?
1: Our next game is tomorrow, Thursday, at Fairfield.
0: Okay, so game Thursday at Fairfield, another conference game. Will you guys get a chance to play Keokuk again?
1: Uh, we do. We play each team in the conference twice. Um, I think when we play Keokuk again, we'll, um, we'll probably win the next time. Uh, this first time around, we are down a few players. And it was really, you know, it was our second game of the season. And we didn't start or we didn't get down until late in the game when the lack of players kind of let everyone get tired. Now that we have more subs in the rotation, I think we'll do better.
0: Excellent. Well, thanks for taking time to talk with us today, Kyle, and good luck with the rest of your season. Okay, we're back with another um, student athlete portion of the program, and we're here with Sarah Nakis, who is a member of the um washington girls golf team the two-time defending state team champs and we have the two-time defending individual champ i'm um, here to tell us a little bit about girls golf so far this year so take it away sarah
2: um yeah you know we had uh, a really strong team these past two years and we have now um the, our class is the kind of the upperclassmen now uh we've had some new girls join the team uh it's been a lot of fun so far i think it's helped that we've had a lot of home meets uh it's just kind of introducing everyone into the into the golf program and showing everyone wh- what it's about um, we've had some girls step up you know allison and megan strabler playing big parts of our team carly burlingame um and then we've had caitlin mitchell emily way and kristen Twyman come in and they've really helped us out um You know, it's nice because we have seven girls, which is one more than varsity, so there's kind of a little bit of competition in the five and the six, which is nice to have because we haven't really had that in the past few years. I think it pushes people. It um, just provides a level of competition even when you're not in tournaments. Um, I think everyone's getting better every single day. Um, I know for some of them it's their first time ever playing golf, which which is just awesome. It's a great sport to start. Um, good to start in high school, uh, we're happy to have them out there, out with us. Uh, like I said, just helps having those extra people, um, new people come to the team. It just brings different personalities and, um, you know, I play basketball too, but golf is just different because, uh, it's a, more of an individual sport, but you're also with your team. So it's just, I don't know. It, I love it. Um, I think everyone loves it. Uh, it's kind of, Yeah.
0: Perfect. What, when was your last meet?
2: Our last meet was Tuesday and we played Mid Prairie and Columbus Junction. Uh, it was at home. We won by a bigger margin actually which was awesome to see and we stayed below the 200 mark which is another awesome thing to see. Um, I think everyone played a little bit worse than they expected to play but you know there's conditions, There's there's the wind and everything is a little bit cold. So we're, we're going to go back out tonight, and we'll see what we can do tonight. Um, lower, the, lower the scores, you know, it's everyone's first meet, it's first two meets. So it's just, you're still kind of getting the jitters out and from last year, so...
0: You mentioned tonight, so you guys have a meet tonight, mm-hmm. Thursday? Yep, okay. here. Home meet um, on Thursday. Who do you guys play?
2: We play Burlington, and then we'll play here again on Tuesday against the Tumwa.
0: Very good. Well, thanks for taking some time today, Sarah, to talk to us about girls' golf. Thank you. Uh, student... Spotlight today with Rio Lujano, who um, is in the play. Rio, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about the play.
3: All right, oh well, the play, uh, the spring play this year is about, um, I mean, the title is The Grimm Brothers Spectaculathon. and it's pretty much just a mashup of all these famous fairy tales told in a comedic fashion, and it's just really crazy and awesome.
0: <laughs> Very good. Who, tell us a little bit about your character in the
3: play. Well, uh, I, I play a couple different characters. Um, I play uh, the Rapunzel's Prince and um, the Wolf from Little Red Riding Hood, and I'm also a game show host. And um, there's just so many characters, and the the storyline is all over the place, and it's just really funny to watch.
0: Can you give us um, the days and times when uh, the play will be happening so
3: that people can, can show up to see it? Um, Well, the play is in two weeks, so that's, I'm not quite exactly sure the days, but it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The Friday and Saturday shows start at 7.30, and the Sunday show, there's a matinee at 2.30.
0: Perfect. Well, thanks for sharing uh, a little bit about the play for us, Rio, and and good luck with everything. Thank you. We're back with another um, student segment. Uh, academic portion. We're here with Jack Carter, uh, who's a member of the Washington FFA, and he's going to tell us a little bit about, uh, a little follow-up on the state convention and what he did.
4: Um, this last Sunday through Tuesday, about 18 of us went up and went to state convention, and me, Aaron Vidito, and Gabe Griner participated in the poultry evaluation. So we had to judge live chickens, um, both like meat producers and egg layers. And we had to judge the carcass chickens and um, the exterior quality of the eggs and the interior quality of the eggs, and we got a silver as a team. Very
0: good. Um, are you? Will you then uh, move on to the national convention? Uh, no, we're done now. Okay. Are you going to go to the national convention? Probably not because it's in October, so I'll be in college. There but... you go. Gotcha. Okay. Where is the national convention held? Uh, I think it's Indianapolis this year. Indianapolis. Very good. Uh, okay, Jack, well, thanks for taking a second to talk to us about the state convention. Yep, no problem. Uh, segment of the WHS podcast, and we're here with Jen Crumley and Nicole Farmer to talk to us a little bit about Ed Puzzle videos.
5: Hi. Hi.
0: So go ahead and just uh, tell us what an Ed Puzzle video is first off.
5: So an Ed Puzzle video is just, um, you can take pretty much any video, any sort of um, video on your computer. Um, but what makes it an Edpuzzle video is it allows you to edit it, crop it, put in questions, collect some data, um, and as teachers, you know, data-driven. So I get to see, like, how many of my students watched it, what problems they had trouble on, and I get to see
0: all of that um, just from looking at
5: my data screen. So that's really
0: cool. Um, what, uh, how, did you fig- how did you find out about um, Edpuzzles?
2: Um, last year, or the last two years, we were involved in a class called Blended Learning, where we were um, introduced to Ed Puzzles, and there's about five or six of us. Um, I
5: also heard about it at a, a conference at the beginning of last year. So I had heard about it before we started blended learning. But I think the person who actually started using it first in this building, I think, was the science department. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were part of that blended learning, too. But they just, you know, jumped in and really started before we did. So,
0: How would you um, say that implementation of Edpuzzle videos has improved your classroom?
5: Um, The implementation of Edpuzzle videos, I feel like, is a very empowering thing for students. And anytime I can empower my students, I think that's a good thing, is because I'm I'm giving them control. I'm giving them control of when they watch it, how they write it down, how they're spending their time. Um, Are they spending their time in class writing stuff down? Are they spending their time in class? you know, working on an activity to deepen their understanding, are they spending their time in class working on their homework with me or with a partner, um, I'm, I'm giving, I look at it as I'm giving my students the freedom to choose and to be in control.
2: And um, we've also kind of noticed in starting this that a lot of our students actually go ahead of the rest of the class. So we have many, many students that are a week ahead of um, the traditional class setting. And they enjoy that because then they can just move on and, again, like Miss Crumley said, deepen their understanding with other topics.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you for taking some time today to tell us about our puzzle videos. Thank you. Okay, we're here with freshman Emily Waite, and she is going to provide us with a student perspective um, as kind of a follow-up to the Earlier podcast segment with Miss Crumley and Miss Farmer regarding Ed puzzles. So Emily, tell us uh, uh, about Ed puzzle videos and, and you know what class you're doing Ed puzzle videos in.
2: I do Ed puzzle videos in Farmer's math class, and I also do it in Sheets's science class right now. And Ed puzzle is when you watch videos, and there's a, like over the notes that she's taking in class. And then it has questions pop up about the notes, and you can answer the questions on there.
0: What, uh, in terms of, of your learning, how do you feel like Ed Puzzle videos help you?
2: I think it helps me because I don't like to sit in the class and take the, note, the notes in a normal way. I like to watch Ed Puzzles for like, homework at night, so then I understand more stuff in class.
0: So in terms of how you're using Ed Puzzle videos, you're watching them at night, and then you come into class. So what are you doing in the classroom?
2: I work on my homework for that night
0: in the class. And so you're there with the teacher and you're able to, to ask questions and whatnot. Yep. Very good. Emily, thank you for taking some time today to tell us about uh, Ed Puzzle Videos. Thank you. A special segment regarding something that is currently uh, going on um, in our school that uh, involves both leadership and um, member senior members of the football team um, have senior football Team member Sean Zimmer here to uh, talk to us about the current Leadership Academy that's going on. So, Sean, go ahead and tell us what the Leadership Academy
4: is. Well, about once a week or so, we visit up in Coach Carter's room, and we have presentations over leadership and what it means to be a leader, and it's very important because you need leaders out on the football field so you can help your team out, and it's just for seniors to become better leaders.
0: Good. When are you when are these meetings taking place?
4: Uh they used to be on Sunday afternoons, but they got switched to Thursday mornings.
0: Thursday mornings. How about how many seniors will we have on the football team this year?
4: Um I don't like 15 to 20 or something. I'd go okay. with that.
0: Very good. Very good. Um is there anything specific that you've taken from these leadership classes that kind of hit home with you and and, and struck a chord?
4: I would probably just say, like, not giving up. He's got to keep going forward when it sucks and just you just got to be there for everybody when it's tough for them as well.
0: Perfect. Well, thanks for taking a a couple minutes, Sean, to talk to us about the Football Leadership Academy.
4: Yeah, no problem.
0: In closing, we'd like to thank um, you for listening to the WH Podcast Number 2 for the week of April 14th. Happy Easter and enjoy your break.